What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Folks, another episode of the Short Shift Podcast. Boys, hockey has officially started. Just preseason, but it was a really, really fun fucking preseason game to watch. A lot of good things to take from it. A couple of negatives, but for the most part, I think we all had fun watching that game. Am I wrong? Oh, it was brilliant. It was so nice to just watch. I mean, maybe not full speed hockey, but just the pace and... uh, People wanted it. You could tell who wanted it on the ice and who was like, yeah, I'm here to, you know, warm up for the season. Still great yeah. to watch. Yep. That was a lot of, that was a lot of three quarter speed, but it's fucking hockey, man. It's live hockey. It's live hockey with professional hockey players. Andrew, did so. you watch the game at three quarter speed? <laughs> My voice kind of sounds like I'm doing everything at three quarter speed. Right. I am, I am dying. I am fighting a, horrible ear infection right now and uh i watched i watched a decent a decent portion of the game in between falling asleep um falling asleep for for stretches but what i did see i enjoyed one of the things that i did enjoy and we'll we'll, launch right into it right now it you guys may disagree i really like how the jerseys looked on the ice Look, they looked better on the ice than they do, like just hanging on a person. But that's because the camera zoomed far enough away that you couldn't see the arm sleeve fucking monstrosity, as Tony Toons called it on Twitter the today. Spaghetti. Like, the spaghetti <laughs> stripes. Like, mm. it's, it's too busy on the arms. They looked a lot better on the ice than than they do on the rack or, or just in normal pictures or whatever. Uh, I still stand by the fact that they dropped the ball and they could have done something a little bit better, but they did look better in person and uh, in, in, in gameplay. Uh, it still bothered the hell out of me that the color didn't match center ice because center ice. Oh, oh my God. So fucking good. Like so fucking mm. good yesterday. I uh, loved the it. second they showed the ice on games. Yep. And in the second they showed a shot of it uh, on Nesson yesterday, uh, I immediately, I got so excited for the hockey season. Like, it just looks so right. It looked like our childhood. Like, that's what it looked like. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a, that's that's very... It that's the like most garden. garden yeah. That's the most garden the TD Garden has looked. And I How don't want that to go now? away. How old is the garden now? 28 years old? TD? Yeah, it's... Yeah. It, it's, it's at it least... It's like that long. Yeah, it's at least almost Ian's lifetime. <laughs> accurate uh, take a shot anytime we mention ian's age <laughs> yep. uh, it opened in 95 yep so yeah 28 years holy shit ah uh, I mean, no canadian team has uh has won the cup uh since td garden opened to just point that out love it i love yep, those that. are related those are absolutely related 100 percent. 100 percent 
Yeah. You feeling a little bit better today? Because you still sound like dog shit. I'm feeling I'm feeling approximately like 10% better. I'm feeling like you guys texted. It's like we're recording tonight, right? And I'm thinking I can't. Mm-hmm. But then I rallied. I rallied. I slept all day. The only time I got up was to was to eat fucking ramen. I felt yeah. like I was staying home from school. It was ramen and fucking <laughs> prices right. I am dead serious. <laughs> yeah, well, here's a silver lining. Your ear infection, right? So if you if Andrew was gonna lose any one of his senses, hearing should be the first thing you would choose because he doesn't listen to reason anyway. So no. it's a perfect thing. It's a perfect setup for him. Did you, that that man, you were sitting on that one, weren't you? <laughs> well, I'm just I wanted to point out to everyone who's listening that just because he's weak and fragile right now doesn't mean I'm not gonna insult him. No, I just absolutely. want everyone to understand that. I mean, absolutely. As far as insults go, you know damn well that's the only reason he jumped on recording tonight because he has just the tiniest little bullet in his chamber that he gets to throw out. I so respect it. I genuinely wanna, respect it. Do you want to just go ahead and, and get that uh, get that off your chest here, Andrew? Johnny Beecher looked great. Okay, great. He jumps to great. He looked good. <laughs> he looked very he looked very good uh, yeah. all kidding aside all hyperbole aside he looked very good he looked he looked like how he should look against mm-hmm. other dudes who are maybe not going to be playing professional hockey uh at the nhl level this year 67 percent uh face off percentage win percentage yep. in the d zone 67 percent in the neutral zone 50 Dom- in the o zone that's that's dominant straight up yep i do love how it still matches just his game Defensive zone, neutral zone. It's his eyes as soon as he gets a deal. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he did a little bit better as with tape as, to tape. He did a little soon, bit better. Ian, as soon as he gets into the O zone, what he does is he skates straight into Jonathan Quick, a three-time Stanley Cup winning goaltender, and beats him five hole. Suck my dick. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I want to give you a moment here because Johnny Beecher did look good this game in the role that he was playing. And yeah, we got to see the athleticism, the speed he has when he got one, that breakaway. One step. It's one step and he's gone. It's so effortless. I would argue I can throw a puck on net with quick and net and probably beat him uh, one out of ten times. But hey, that's just me. I'm throwing out that out there. Did you just did you just say on the pod that you could beat a three time Stanley Cup winning goaltender? It looked like pretty much uh, anybody what are we, could nine be years. <laughs> Nine years separated from yeah. his last Stanley Cup. Nope, four months. He was on Vegas. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, the attempts were made. He was no. I was uh, trying so hard to line that one up. All jokes aside, Beecher really did look good. Uh, yes. uh, offensively, I don't think he looked great other than that one rush. But hey. That one rush is all you're asking from him in a bottom yeah. six role. He has shown over and over over the past few weeks that this might be a guy who plays on the fourth line to start the season. I haven't pushed back on that very much. I really do believe that 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 that's his destiny with this team. Would, you, would you put him in? Would you put him in pen right now because he's been stapled to Lauko for line rushes in the last four days? Yeah, let's talk about that. Actually, I would I wouldn't put him in pen by any means. I wouldn't put virtually anyone in the bottom six in pen. Uh, but I like that. I I have said that he has the inside track. Well, I've seen a couple articles these past couple of weeks about 
who the battles and who's in the lead for people would see Patrick Brown as a, he's your inside guy for the fourth line center. I, what want, the fuck nothing, are we I want nothing to do with him, by the way, if it's ridiculous to I even want, say that. I, I know why they signed Patrick Brown. I want nothing to do with him. I yeah. don't I couldn't agree more. Beecher should be the guy that we want as that 4C role for all the reasons we've talked about in the past. Mm -hmm. And I, this was a great showing for him. Yeah. Do it again. I think this, I think that's kind of the, that I, and that's, that's what the coaching staff should be saying. That's great. Do it again. All, all I care it. about are his face-off percentages and his defensive play, because that's the role we need him for to start the season. Mm -hmm. He is playing again tonight. Yeah, they are they're throwing a bunch of other Fords in the uh, in the blender and seeing who comes out. And it looks like Beecher, just by looking at this list real quick, the only two play only two Fords that are that are playing tonight that played against the Rangers are Beecher and Jason Megna. Megna is likely first cut. Yeah, 100 um, percent. 100%. He looked lost. He looked, yeah. especially, especially being on Lee Sell's wing. Lee Sell didn't look too happy with being stuck on the fourth line in that regard. <clears throat> Did we, how much are you reading into that first game where Lee Sell was, I mean, just not utilized all that much? We spent a lot of time on the penalty kill, which obviously isn't going to be his job, but right. not a lot of opportunity for the kid. We want to see there's more of a priority of what what we need to see right now. We know what you are. Lisell, I think they I think the coaching staff, I wouldn't be surprised if this was a little bit of let's see what you can do with some with lesser scale. Because right now we want to see a guy like or see a guy like we'll get to him, Puetra, yeah. on the uh, yeah. on the top six. Lisell will get his time. Lisell will get his time with I agree. more scale. But I think last night there was because of the way that the lines were were uh, situated. I think the organization had more of a priority for other players than Liesel. Yes, because and, Patra they expect to be part of the first or second cut. That's the expectation. I'm not saying that this was going to happen. I think that's okay. I think that's what okay. they came into the preseason. Correct. Thinking. Yeah. I don't know how much but, that'll um, change. So you Andrew, give him are you the saying he's not playing tonight? He's not playing tonight. No. Okay. Uh, neither is Lee Sell. Um, yeah. Actually, this is this is what we've been told. This is not set in stone, mm -hmm. but it's Beecher, Boquist, uh, Farinacci, Heinen, Kuntar, Lauko, Lucic, McLaughlin, Megna, Merkulov, Steen, Toporowski, Brunei, Carlo, Edward. Grizz, Lorai, Mast, Mitchell, and then DiPietro and Kaiser. I'm missing. Wait, there's one way more there's excited. One. Go ahead. Yeah. There's one more name in there. I think Ch I think Chason is in that line. Chason. Okay. That's the one. I, I read right over him. That was weird. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I think I, I think that might be um, foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I definitely more excited about the defensive matchups tonight than what we rolled out on defense the other night. That oh, said, I want to see Jackson Edward in a pro game. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> that said, the uh, the shutout was uh, not expected the other night from a defensive standpoint. How surprised were you with the play of uh, a Brandon Boosie? I don't want to say that I was completely shocked because the dude 
every, he was so good last year. He was so he was, good. He, he was so good last year. And also every single video that even tangentially mentioned him over the offseason was him on the ice. The yeah. dude's a workout warrior. Yeah. He's always working and it's not just in the gym, you know, but it's, he's always on the ice. He's always in pads. He's always working on drills. What was, what was Bussy's uh, stats last year? Wasn't it like he was like nine, two. I looked at it last night when we were watching. I mean, in Providence, he had less than 40 games and he was like nine twenty something in terms of save percentage. Right now, hang on. I want to see it was like nine twenty four, nine twenty five. I looked it up last 924, night. Nine twenty four, very good. Yeah, nine twenty four. Okay. That doesn't mean I I knew it from last year. That means I literally read it last night. Uh and twenty two, five and four, two point four oh goals against average nine twenty four. Okay. Yep. So I mean like he and how many games did he play in Maine? Because I know he split time. Four. And it was like almost identical stats at that level yeah. too. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they have something there. There's no doubt about it. Uh, I do think a lot of people need to pump the brakes because a lot of people are screaming, oh, you can trade Olmark. And it's like, let's let's calm the fuck trade down. Trade Olmark and like, get a center. <laughs> yeah. Look, that would be ideal, but you're not going to do that in the middle of next season. No. Right. It's not going to happen. That's not the plan. You can do that if we suck at the trade deadline. Yeah. You can do that if we suck at the trade deadline, or you can do that in the draft next year. Yeah. There's no need to do it now. No. Also, you have to add more to Olmark to get a top six center that is not an aging vet. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. And people underestimate that. They think like, Olmark, Vesna winner. Like, you could get a 1C for him. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. You, you just fucking can't. Also, uh, Bussy is a year older than um, than Swayman. Just a reminder to everyone that he's not a 20-year-old goaltender mm-hmm. prospect. Hey, which 25, I 26? Yeah, he's 25. 25 years old. 25. Okay. It's people are blowing my mind. People are blowing my mind because the first game, they everyone just reminded me. So I I didn't think Lisel had a great game. Right? There's a million excuses for it. He's 20 years old. I didn't think he had a great game to start camp in which yeah he wants to start on the right foot. And how many messages? How are you already out on Lee Sell? He's 20 years old. Give him a chance with the big. He actually was brilliant. They're too dumb to see. All this stuff, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I just said I didn't think he had a great game. It doesn't mean I'm out on him. It doesn't mean I think he sucks. He's done a bust. People cannot hear any sort of criticism for their favorite prospects with any reality tied to it. They just can't do it. Matt, I I fired off a tweet last night that said Matt Poitras had an unbelievable game and he's a great prospect. I'm not anointing him until I see more of the same consistency throughout the preseason because that was his first professional game, first game in a professional setting in his life. No. And I yeah, got same with Patra too. Laid alive for it. I don't understand. I mean, I do understand. I do understand because um, I said this during development camp. I, I said this during development camp in July. Somebody's got to be the Gretzky. Mm-hmm. Patra is the Gretzky. It kind of sucks, but people aren't being objective about it. It's weird. Yeah, I, uh, Bruins Twitter is, is immediately right off to mid-season form. It's already a nightmare. It's already a fucking nightmare. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's I, I may be so sad just seeing all the people just lose their minds. So like, and then you got people already, and then you do have people saying we gotta trade Lee Sell now. I'm like, are you fucking all right? Yeah. Uh, That's okay. the mute button is uh is the best thing on Twitter. <laughs> Didn't Musk say he was getting rid of that? Yeah, I mean he's yeah, been saying like a lot. And to be honest, if the mute button goes away and go away yeah there's more payments involved and stuff like that like i refuse yeah, to buy i'm not buying a blue check mark right now guys i, I want to direct us yes. back yeah, to what yeah, we started with out. here yeah feature attached to lauco who has also been attached to lucic by the way that mm-hmm. line has been running a lot yes i looks truly like they, believe they really want that to be the fourth line you made two notes here this line is one they want to see at the nhl level right now Correct. The other note was Merkulov has been attached to DeBrusque. And I think that is very strategic in that because although they would fucking adore if Merkulov for some reason could play center at the NHL level and be good enough to play top six next to DeBrusque. They have pipe dream. To be fair, they have refused to put him on the wing throughout development camp all of that they have been keeping him at center in any professional setting give it a week and a half we'll see but (laughs) the reason they did this is because they went merc we want to see what you can put together defensively at a higher level but debrusque is one of our best defensive wingers on the team people underrate that part of his game constantly he's really good on the back check and so you have a guy with speed who can help cover for Merck and see how their chemistry builds and have Merck actually be able to lean on DeBrusque a little bit and still feel comfortable in that role. Rather than put Merck with Pasta, who Pasta's not going to play great defense. We know that. Like, it's just, that's just not part of his game. So I think it's a, I think it's a strategic move of like, all right, let's see how you can build if you have a little support defensively, but still speed going up ice. Merkulov has that confidence. He told Ty Anderson that he feels that he's made str- he's made serious strides defensively. But I think you said this all summer, Ian. You may you, you, there may be significant improvement defensively. That doesn't mean you're good. Doesn't mean you're good. And unfortunately, he's not yet good. But improvement is moving in the right direction. Sure, not upset I, about I, it. So interested to see what he does tonight. I, I I need not a whole game from him, but I, I just need to see something. I need one or two shifts where I go, yes, this guy can play at this pace. Because I'm just not sure yet. I'm not sure if he can play in the NHL this year. Mm-hmm. I, I know we've gassed it up all offseason, but now we're really in it. Like, let's let me see him play at an NHL pace. I think that's completely fair. Now expect now if you put that on Twitter, you're gonna get fucking killed. Yeah, I'm gonna get roasted. I might tweet that. Do it. Do it. I dare you. You wanna keep the lights on? We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbooks is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. 
Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up with code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code THPN. The crown is yours, much like the Patriots. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Can I ask you a question? We're, we're kind of bouncing around a little bit. We're going to go through a lot of stuff. Uh, to each of you. Morgan Geeky and Trent Frederick spent most of game one together, if not, well, virtually all of it. Yeah. Just general thoughts. I don't want to lead you in any one way or another. General thoughts about those two working on a line together and how they looked. Thomas, you go. You watched more of the game than I did. I would be fine if they were staying on the same line because I do think that their games, uh, in theory, complement each other pretty well. Uh, that said, I didn't think they were incredibly noticeable. Actually, I thought Frederick was one of the least noticeable uh, players on the ice yesterday. Um, or I should say in game one, because by the time this airs, it's not going to be yesterday anymore. But um, i not overly impressed with Geeky's game, uh, specifically this one. But I do think there's a lot of room for improvement because I think he was kind of feeling out the system yesterday. Uh, and his post game com- comments kind of mirrored that idea, where he's he's still getting used to uh, what he's going to be doing because he's coming from a, a lot different system. But I, I like the idea of those two together because I do think that there's a possibility of that turning into something. Because I don't know. I, I mean, are we going to see Frederick Coyle again? Probably not. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't know if that's if that's the right lineup. I think to a point you almost have to split them up and kind of spread the wealth because we're so thin. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm into watching that pairing. I would like to see it again. We'll probably in game three of the preseason, uh, they'll get marched back out there, but I don't know. Was there anything specific that jumped out to you, Ian? I I actually think you nailed it. I I wasn't overly impressed by either one of them. I actually was a little disappointed in geeky, but I I think you guys mentioned that he's just, it's early and he's going to have a month and a half to really get going. You have to give these guys time to build chemistry. But I didn't see him attack the puck the way I was used to watching him last year. Um, so I, I kind of thought I was going to see more from Geeky. But again, we're preseason. They're just getting into it. Frederick, yeah, he was just kind of going through the motions. So I, I really think... Do you think Frederick was one of the ones... Do you think Frederick was one of the ones that was like, we're, I'm getting up to game speed today. This isn't really... This isn't really... I'm not really worried about how I perform. This is just how I'm skating, how I'm feeling in the ice, et cetera. I, I, yes. well, the way you said it there, it makes it sound like, oh, I know I have a role and I have a spot on this team, so I don't have to try. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think that's what we were getting out of Frederick. I think actually yeah. this year we're going to see it, an even better version of Frederick because I thought he had a decent year last year, obviously, his best professional uh-huh. year. Uh, sure. I think you're going to see a lot of professionalism coming out of him. And if you noticed yesterday, he did have a letter on his chest. 
So was it well, clearly yeah. what's that? DeBrusque, Frederick, and who else? I think it was JVR. Yeah, I think be, it was. Was it JVR? I, to be honest, I don't remember seeing his chest, but um, but I think that was just a, a nod. So, yeah, I think I think there's part of it was Frederick needs to get into game speed, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but I don't think his role yesterday was to come out and try to prove anything. I think right. he's. I think he knows what his role is, but he's. I would like to believe, I should say, that uh, he knows what his role is, and he's going to go out there and earn it every day, as opposed to come out in the preseason and and prove his worth against people that he's not going to actually be playing either with or against in uh, in a month. Well, yeah, the the audition for is he farther up in the lineup comes later in the preseason. Right. So I, I think you're both right in your own ways where did I think he was spitting and getting off the ice? No, but do I think he was, you know, trying to make any sort of statement this game? No, I, I, he was going through the motions a bit, warming up. He's skating hard in moments, but he still the, had his physicality at times. Yeah, where he was DeBrusque was doing place. the same thing. Like th- these are guys that, DeBrusque has less to fight for as far as he knows he's in the top six. Like, that's not going anywhere. Frederick is trying to earn a role in the top six, which is open right now in an interesting way. Yeah. Definitely but I think his audition how- comes later. Right. Definitely didn't realize how big Morgan Geeky was. Six foot three. He's like, he's got, he's coil sized. Six three two six three two oh five. I didn't realize how large he was. Yeah. Big giant geeky. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I don't think that one's gonna stick, but we'll move on. Uh, so, are we gonna talk about the Gretzky uh, of the the preseason now? Are we really gonna dive into what he's gonna be? I feel like Andrew wants to touch this. Mm. I don't say use different words. Mm. Well, um, there's nothing perverted about that. That was an <laughs> easy segue. <laughs> you can use those words it's fine um do you think he has a shot at getting nine games just rip the band-aid off how I, likely right now do you think it is that Poitra get this it's the nine game trial after the first game of his lo- first professional game of his life <laughs> it's a hell of a lot more likely now than it was 24 hours ago like if it was a 10% chance that he gets NHL games before game one of the preseason, it's a 30% chance now. Like okay. that's how much it launched him, him up. I, it's still not the more likely option, but have you seen anything from him that says you could not handle an NHL shift right this moment? Not yet. Not yet, exactly. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. Not yet. Kid's got serious vision. That pass to DeBrusque on the second goal, I did see that. I did see that in real time. And that was, ugh, that was so good. The power play goal was what it was. Riley Walsh can, Riley Walsh is a pretty decent power play quarterback. Yeah, um, I don't want to compliment any of the defensemen from that game because I, I complimented Walsh, too, in the video because he mm-hmm. did, he was moving the puck well. Holy yeah. shit! I, the, I went back and watched some more of it, and just went, "Man, our defense really did let them get in the inside so fucking yeah. much." Almost, almost but, to a point where they were like pushing guys to the inside. Yes, but let's yeah. not downplay that power play goal because it was the pass mm-hmm. was in his skates, 
And Potra kicked it back to his stick, took one stride, head up, had eyes on where he wanted to shoot. And that's a really challenging spot to save. It's right under your glove arm on the inside, right under the armpit. That's a tough save to make. That's, why that's a good shot. That's why it popped off of off of Quick's rib and his arm and in. It's a really he got a lot of hard, that puck. Yeah, didn't get all of it <laughs> because you're dropping. You're not just dropping the glove. You're pinching the arm. That's more movement. That's quicker. It's it's tough. That's a tough save to make. Yeah, it was a it, it was a, it was a very good goal. It was after the puck was in his skates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and you saying that you don't want to give any any uh, any attaboys or give give the defense any flowers for their performance yesterday. It's why. A team can have under 30 shots and the goaltender's goal saved above expected on a shutout was over three. That's nuts. <laughs> How mad if you're uh, let's see, we're just bouncing around. If you're a bussy <laughs> and you know there's no shot in hell without an injury, you're sniffing NHL ice this year. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I'm lighting this up and I, it doesn't mean a damn thing <laughs> here's my here's my moment i'm gonna make i'm gonna i'm gonna keep well that's what a lot of these players have to do i know yeah. i know it doesn't mean yeah. nothing to it yeah. really does mean something but that's what you have to do that's why you know you have a guy like a- anthony richard who is holy shit fast quietly um, good really good yeah i he's 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 gonna light it up in providence next year i can't wait i can't wait yeah. to watch that um you have guys like that you have to there is a a tangible skill that you have to really show these coaches where they know you know barring the bubonic plague you're not playing but you have to keep it in your head be like hey somebody goes down somebody goes down they're gonna be out for a few games hey what about what about that richard kid he's really fast he can create why don't we bring him up hey why not why not boosie you know that made that amazing performance in the preseason why don't we give him a game or two? Like he's clearly the number three. Like there's no doubt. There's yeah. no, there's no, and there's going to be injuries at some point in this season. Sure. Whether yep. he actually comes up and gets playing time is another question, obviously. Sure. But, yep. um, but yeah, I mean, he's, there's no doubt about it. He's three. Yeah. He's the number you know, three. There's, you know, yep. uh, Kaiser sitting on the fucking uh, side and he was watching that performance and he's like, yeah, I got no shot. Yeah, he might yeah. as well be on the moon. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Yeah. Man, Kaiser, I, I want to say Kaiser came here with a lot of a lot of hype, but Kaiser came here with with some like, hey, he's got a shot to be like, you know, at, at his absolute ceiling. He's got a shot to be an NHL goaltender. He hasn't even looked at an NHL roster so far. And it's yeah. because I proudly of, never thought that about Kaiser. I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, well, you got some you've gotten but some it's, other it's things. It's not all on so. him, though. A lot no, of hasn't been good. That's what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at. The no, depth I mean, behind has been well, stupid. It's I think it's a combination of both. He hasn't been he hasn't earned it necessarily, but there's no chance. Like, how do you scratch a goaltending position on this in this organization right now? Yeah. Like, yeah. For the last couple of years. Kaiser probably starts the year in Maine. I don't I can't see them putting DPH in Maine. Do you know what Kaiser's numbers were last year in Providence? They weren't terrible, if I remember correctly. You remember incorrectly. He had a 900 <laughs> save percentage. Okay. No, no, I, I, that's fine. He that's did fine. say I, if. Yeah. <laughs> 900? Holy shit. Okay. Yep. The last. Maybe he is, he's in Maine. He's in Maine next year. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. The last good season he had at the AHL level was oh man, we're using good weirdly here. Twenty. Are you going to say never? <laughs> 2020-2021, he oh, had a 9-13 no. through five games. Oh, are we? Oh, are we? Are we dunking on Kyle Kaiser? Oh, because man. he was never that good. <laughs> like, I just sorry, we're not doing this right now. I don't know why I'm. I don't know why I'm going after Kaiser. You can't just strays over here, but yeah. Well, you're not as good as you. He's fifth on the. He's got to be. I think he's fifth on the organizational depth chart. Yes. He's behind DiPietro at this point. Who also is not going to sniff the NHL, but that's a different... (laughs) DiPietro is not going to sniff the NHL, but I think he at least, at least has more of a shot to get his professional career upright than Kaiser does. DiPietro did have the best numbers of any Providence goalie last year. Yeah. He had played one game in a 943 save percentage. Good for him. Good for him. (laughs) Good for him. Vancouver really fucked. Vancouver really fucked him up. Uh, yeah, let's blame Vancouver. Well, when you don't play the guy, you, you, the guy played one game in a calendar year because they had him on the taxi squad instead of in the minors. Oh, what a segue to Zaboral! Holy <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Holy shit! What did you think of our boy Z, little Z? He is. <laughs> half an NHL defenseman. <laughs> if you could only play him for the moments he's going to be good and then know when he's going to be bad. <laughs> I feel like since we gave him our blessing like a year and a half ago, before, like end of the 2021-22 season, since we gave him our blessing and said that we wanted to see more out of him, we've seen a third of what we've wanted to see out of him. Yes, right. Like we, we've seen some great plays, but man, we've seen yeah. some boneheads. Yeah, folks, this one's on us. We yep. we endorsed him, and uh, he has not lived up to expectations. Like so all the fucking school, like all all the all the skills in the toolkit, and just shits on himself. Just not just just doesn't put it together. No. Now, would you rather have him than Fourport? Yes. No I don't. I genuinely yeah. am yeah. struggling with that answer. I don't even want to hear that because I still think there's room for improvement on Zaboro because he has the skill set to be better than what he's showing and better than Forbort. We know what you're getting out of Forbort, and it can only go down. And it's not good. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Zaboro had three turnovers in the second period in our own zone against AHL players. I just. When the guy isn't feeling it, he's one of the worst defensemen in the league. Mm-hmm. It's Remember the so fantastic bad. preseason he had last year, too? Uh, I think he's yeah. got the yips big time. He, it might be, yeah. Had a really good pass to Spring Beecher. Yeah, that was a really gentle, because those that was an in-tight pass, but just enough to get him going, and that was and gorgeous. You see that, and you see that, and you're like, that, do that. Those things, do that. Mm-hmm. Do that thing. And then he'll, and then five minutes later, he can't make a D to D pass or he can't receive a pass or he, you know, he, his coverage blows by him or he just whiffs on a pass or he makes a check five feet behind the play or gets his stick too high. Just so many, Zaboral may be the most frustrating player I have watched in a Bruins uniform in the last decade. And I'm counting. And I'm counting what 
No, 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 no. Bolesky at least <laughs> had a decent first season, Ian. Bolesky at least had a decent first season before he blew his hip out. Barkowski. Second. He's second or third. Okay. Spooner. I'm like, all right, Top hold three. on. <laughs> Top three. Top three. Top three. Number three, Ryan Spooner. Could have been so much more. That's, that's a good one. Number two, uh, Matt Barkowski. Number one, Jacob Zaborl. Nick Ritchie. <laughs> he had a stretch where he used his ass well. So <laughs> he scored one goal with his ass. No, actually, it was like four. Never mind. No, he scored a lot of goals. Yeah, with his you're ass. right. You're right on that. <laughs> are we? Are we really doing this? Is this really a game? We're I'm trying to think of another name right now. Uh, <laughs> no, we should stop. We should stop. We should. In terms it. of talent in conjunction with performance in the last decade it's gotta be zaboral for me spooner is second but i would i i really thought jacob zaboral would be a legitimate top four option by now whoops i also thought seth griffith would be a bottom six mainstay so fuck my scouting acumen i guess <laughs> sad do you yeah. do you have an answer for your uh, your question, Zaboro or uh, Forbort? Oh, I can't Zaboro. believe we're even Zaboro. talking about Forbort on this team. Yeah, no, it's it's Zaboro. It's Zaboro. It's hundred percent Zaboro. I cannot, I cannot for another season stand the people telling me he's really good on the penalty kill. Penalty kill is better without him. I cannot stand size, and he clears the crease. Never uses a size. Size never takes a hit is the most passive for his size of a defenseman that I've seen. Like he makes $3 million and he was one of the worst five on five defensemen last year, this side of Erica Branson, who was bad. I, and when he started the year last year around 10 games, he was excellent. And I was on the, Holy shit. He figured it out. He unfigured it out <laughs> enough, enough, get him off, get him out. I want Zaboral and Shattenkirk. It's what I want. Doesn't matter what I want, but it's what I want. You're not wrong. Yeah, get him out. You're not wrong. Fuck. Oh, I'm lightheaded now. <laughs> hey, why? Why did you say fuck Ben Harper on this? Oh, he fought dirty. He fought AJ Greer dirty. Yeah, you know what? Walk me through that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Really agree pulled with the, the jersey, pulled the jersey over his head, and That's just started a classic. That's a classic. Pounding thing. the back of his head when the fight was over. <laughs> uh, the fight was over. The fight was over the second they squared up. Greer, AJ Greer is yeah. Greer, Greer took the fight, and then if you look at his face before a punch was even thrown, he lost. Yeah, like he was immediately <laughs> like, "Oh fuck! Why do I keep doing this?" He got he mangled the, and embarrassed. Yeah, he is the he is the Gregory Campbell Memorial Award winner of will fight literally anybody, but gets his ass kicked by almost everybody. Yeah, yeah. He was given up thirty. We're describing me in high school, basically. <laughs> You'll fight almost anybody, but you get your ass kicked. I'm, I wasn't afraid really? of anybody, but typically, I'm probably going after the person that I shouldn't be going after, and I'm gonna take a punch square in the face. Brother, you live by prison rules, don't you? Yes, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> go after the biggest baddest guy <laughs> uh, i'll just let that dude wear out wear himself out on me and everybody else because it was always group fights i don't know I, why am i talking about this i don't know 
I thought I thought the Harper Greer fight was a good representation of Greer's game. <laughs> oh no. I thought it was. I thought like he there was moments he stood up and was like, All right, my shift, let's go, and then fucked it up. Like mm-hmm. there, I saw nothing from Greer that made me go, All right, man, come on. This is you are fighting for a bottom six role. You want to talk about guys that are just kind of getting going right now? No, Greer needs to have these shifts, and he needs to have his engine going. And that was my biggest surprise. I don't think I saw Greer's engine that we're so used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think he knows? Do you think he knows his time on this team might be coming to a middle here? I think that's a big reason he took that fight, and then it did not go the way he needed it to. Yeah, no. Again, he was giving up thirty pounds in a couple of inches. Like that fight was never going to go his way. Yeah, I don't know what he was yeah. thinking, honestly. Other than, I guess I have to do this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Exactly. <laughs> I want. I want to be clear with this too. None of the, game one. This is not a death sentence for anybody. For anyone. But you can start, you can, what you can do is you can pinpoint, okay, here's where they are. But we, we could just have critiques of it. We can talk about it. But it certainly didn't end anyone's chance to make the team. No. Maybe Magnus. Except Patrick Brown. Fuck Patrick <laughs> and Brown. Patrick Get him Brown. off the ice. Holy shit, yeah. <laughs> anyway. So next on the agenda is a, a natural... Uh, question coming off of that last conversation. Any players on your original radar surprise you with their performances? Who surprised? I got to really think about the game now. Other other than Bussy, who was just fucking phenomenal. That I mean, save I was it, it was gross. Oh, yeah. My God. yeah, it was a disgusting save. Uh, mine was Richard. Anthony Richard. Yeah. Can we Other put Beecher that, in this category? I think I can. I certainly can, actually. Yeah. I might be the only one who's allowed to. Mm. Yeah. You are. <laughs> yeah. Um, JVR didn't do much. Did look good on the power play. He's got that. He still has that soft touch around the net. Yeah. He looked really good there. I thought DeBrust looked really healthy. Interesting. Like a guy who, again, wasn't going full speed, but looked really fluid and was clearly a cut above the players around him. Huh, almost like the guy's going into a contract here. Almost. But he just looked like he was really kind of, again, not going full tilt, but he knew what was going on. And he was just kind of, it's almost, it's almost like he was playing with his little cousins or something where he's like, I'm not going to be the one you're going all out here, but I'll, I'll dish it off to this guy and I'll make sure he looks good and stuff like that. And then, all right, well, this is a, I'll shoot from here, I guess. And just snipe stop corner. Just thought he looked good. I mean, that was kind of the portress, uh, portress play, wasn't it? He sort of just made and made his way to a seam and let him be like, all right, kid, if you can see it, give it to me. And he, he was the one who knocked down that clearing attempt though, too. Yes, he was correct. Yeah. But I just, I, the actually did surprise me with just, he just looks really healthy. Mm-hmm. Looks ready. Love it. Yeah, my biggest one. My biggest one is Richard. He's a hound, mm-hmm. really fast. Um, made a couple. Next really game nice when he plays, play. I'm definitely going to pay more attention to him than I did. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact, he wears number 90 in yep. honor of Rocket Richard. No way. Bold. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, though. I love that. If you, if dude's, they, got, it, dude's got confidence in his game. Yeah. Look, if the number's not retired, fucking wear it. Yep. Who is the who is the kid? Hosang for the Islanders wore sixty six. Hosang, yep. Josh yeah, Hosang. Penguins fans had a, an aneurysm over it. I was like, "Fuck you!" First of all, not even their franchise. Second of all, I was gonna say that's not even your team. Like, <laughs> let him wear it. It's a number. It's yeah. not ninety nine. It's anyone can wear this. Fuck off. I like it. I like the confidence. Yeah, Hosang didn't stick in the league, but still, <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, you got it. You, you got to love love the confidence. He's probably sticking in the AHL, and he's probably going to have another point per game season like he did in Laval last year. Thirty goals, thirty seven assists, and sixty six games. But that was off the top of his head, guys. He didn't look it up. I did not. But, oh, I'm impressed. Yeah, <laughs> I do my research sometimes. <laughs> I said sometimes. I didn't say all. Okay, fair. <laughs> okay. But he's he's a, he, like like Thomas said. The next time he plays, I'm going to keep an eye on him because I I saw a lot of good out of him. Maybe he sees some NHL time this year. Who knows? Yeah. Look, I mean, with the construction of this team, I think there's a lot of guys that may see NHL time because mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a few positions that are a little bit of a revolving and evolving door. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is going to be an interesting year. Um, Jack Edwards was out. Mm-hmm. How did we feel about Faust filling in? He was fine. I thought Sounded he did a good, good. job. Uh, he's got a good voice. He's got a good. He's got good energy. Uh, it definitely felt made it feel a little bit more like a preseason game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just you're so used to hearing Jack. Um, right. I, I don't think any of us are huge Jack fans at this point, uh, but there is something to be said about. Uh, the history of hearing his voice and his excitement. Uh, yeah, like the have... current version of Jack isn't who I'm a fan of. I'm still yes. a huge Jack fan. Yeah. But like, you know, he's aging out. He's aging yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, Do you think this was an audition? Uh, not necessarily. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, he fits the role. And I thought he had good chemistry with uh, with Brick. Yeah. I thought he was. I, I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought Brick loved it. Brick had a chance to jump in in moments and have a real statement. Wasn't cut off frequently. Like <laughs> I thought, Brick really liked it. I honestly really thought he did a great job. It's just very clear he's not in his rhythm yet. Like he doesn't yeah. have his. Like he has his style, but I, I think with every new fan base you're approaching and everything, I know it's not brand new for him, but. Yeah, he did LA Kings games until last year. He's young too. He's 34. Yeah, I, I think he would find a nice rhythm with us. I, I really liked it. I, I thought he did a really good job. Mm-hmm. So you don't think this was an audition of, so- of sorts? I mean, I, that's that's implying that Edwards is on his way out. If there's a chance that Edwards isn't calling every game, mm-hmm. like if he's only doing 75% of uh, the telecasts that Nesson are on, sure. Then we can start talking about like I think they're trying to ease this guy into this role, but I think I think we're just picking at something that may not actually be a thing. That's fair. I yeah. I, I he's 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 going to do tonight's game. 
uh, Jack mm-hmm. is not Alex Faust. Yes. But I thought it was, I thought it was, and uh, KBD, KPD, when he's actually, when he's actually reporting news, he's not bad, um, was reporting that this was a planned absence mm-hmm. for Jack. So they planned, they, they planned this, which, which a little interesting, but he signed a five-year deal two years ago. So he still got three years left on it. So I don't think, I, I, I think it's not like a audition in the strictest sense, but it's like, okay, see what you got, see what you got. And fun fact, um, Alex Trebek wanted Foster to replace him on Jeopardy if they let him handpick his successor. No shit. That's a weird, yeah, a that's wild a weird... trivia right there. Yeah. That is a fun fact by definition. Yeah. Yeah, Could you imagine if uh, if Edwards was in the booth for that uh, Bussy save? Oh my God! Like we, he would we have ejaculated a call. hole into the ninth floor. We <laughs> we really missed out on a fun call there, actually. Yeah, he mm. would have he would have he would have left the ground by the strength of his ejaculate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can hear Ian's face at that. Yep. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, don't make that sound if you make that comment. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, don't edit it. Yeah, that's staying. Uh, Andrew yeah. said Vancouver would fight for a playoff spot. Lost ten nothing in their first preseason game. <laughs> this was so. For those of you who or who remember earlier in the podcast uh, when we were talking about dunking on each other. So I can't even dunk on Andrew because I was like, all right, let's go take a look at the squads that played and maybe I can really dunk on Andrew, like really get into it, throw some numbers out. Vancouver was playing fucking no one. So no funny. one. So funny. And then that hey, on, the other still end, hilarious. <laughs> on the other end, you had Kadri, you had Hannafin, you had Huberto, you had Dubé, you had like Markstrom, like you had so many of Calgary's starters in the lineup that just demolish this team of prospects, invites, and AHL players. Like, do, you, do, you, do you want to know just how much they demolished them? Uh, 10-0 feels like a pretty good start. Hang on. Do you want to do it analytically? Sure, this, is, go for it. this is a fun stat. They scored eight even strength goals on one point on 1.8 expected goals even strength <laughs> dude silvas how many was he in the net for jeez a lot of them a lot of them <laughs> that was uh that was casper's donovan's-esque in the net <laughs> nah, i'm sorry good. i'm sorry that's that's low that's so low i'm sorry that was too that was too i'm sorry archers that was a, that was too much of a low blow <laughs> Not great. Not, Not great. Great. And all it does but, is lend itself to everybody saying like, oh, we need to ship Olmark to Vancouver immediately. <laughs> what what do we want from Vancouver? Patterson, go. I mean, yes, that's a good point. Would they ever make that trade? Not if anybody's sober. <laughs> no. Well, it looks Jamie. like we're taking a trip to get to Vancouver to get everyone turned the fuck up. I was talking to uh, Jamie. To Vancouver. Jamie, my uh, Sabres fan friend, uh, was up in Connecticut uh, last weekend and talked to him about 
oh, Buffalo's going to be fun to watch this year. He's very excited, obviously. He's like, but our goaltending situation is still complete butt cheeks. And I say, well, you guys, you guys, if, if like, yeah, he's not, he's not excited about it. Not excited. Wow. Oh, yeah. Interesting. This may be trauma talking. It's, I mean, let's be honest. Yes, but uh, <laughs> I mean, but I mean, ultimately, like that's still a position that's going to hurt them this year. Yeah. Ian, where uh, did you have them on your power rankings, bud? Uh, tenth, I believe. Okay. What did right? I say about ninth why? Yeah, you had him ninth. What did I say about why they were ranked too high in your power rankings? What did I say about my biggest concern for them in my power yes, rankings? Yes, we agreed. But yeah, why did you put them so high are you, with that in tow? Did you do this thing where you're like, hey, here's this thing we agree on, but I'm going to act like it's a point of mine that proves you wrong. It was. It, was, it technically was because it was a point of both of ours. So it's mine, too. Okay. All right. We actually, uh, me and Knucklepuck had a really fun conversation about this today. We were talking about Patrick Kane and where he's oh. going to end up. And I said, well, we were talking about, you know, he's cup chasing. And I went, well, is there a world where the Buffalo Sabres are 23, 5, and 2 after 30 games, just having an awesome start to the season? And Patrick Kane signs there because the Sabres actually have cap room. And then they lose their next 12 games in a row. Because <laughs> if I can't think of anything more Sabres-esque than that exact scenario. I mean, that would be karmic retribution, would it not? Oh, it'd be hilarious. I want it so badly. I want it so badly. I think, but oh I, I will tell you, that is? if there's even decent goaltending in Buffalo, that team is fucking scary, man. Mm. That team's got talent. Mm. It's the goaltending and the defense for me, but we'll see. We'll see. So, Do we have anything uh, else to talk about? I, I mean, I just, I, we kind of didn't, we didn't touch on every single player. Mitchell looked not good in a lot of ways. I don't think Mitchell's an NHL defenseman. That's just my, he, he, how much did he, he played a bunch of the NHL last year, didn't he? Yeah, 41 games that did he for Chicago. He that doesn't mean he's an NHL defenseman. Oh, no, it certainly doesn't, but. <laughs> He's a yeah, defenseman actually, that played in the NHL. He's not an NHL defenseman. I mean, you know, a little column A, a little column B. You know, Distinction you with a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, oh boy, not great. Yeah. Not great. Yeah, Mitchell wasn't great. Like like you said, none of the defense was great. Under 30 shots and your goals and your goals saved above, above expected is three. Nah. Just nah. them getting on the inside as much as they were. Yeah. Not even with speed, just mm -hmm. getting in there. Um, I'm excited to see. I, we're probably two games away from Lee Sell getting his top six with NHL players debut. And if that game goes poorly, I think people will start to be like, okay, another season in the AHL, or at least yeah, start the year in the AHL. Like, I'm still there. I'm still... Which is fine. That's not the yeah. end of the world. Right. Oh, speaking of, speaking of preseason anomalies, Mitch Marner... Uh, played a preseason game today. Want to guess his ice time? Uh, what, 16 minutes? I'll just go for the average. 26.43. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? What are they doing? Oh, there you are. <laughs> well, uh, who are they playing that they wanted to beat that badly? Who, like, dude, there is nobody they could have been playing to justify that. No. The Bruins. N nobody. 
I don't know. I feel like that would have justified it. I'm just throwing that out there. 26-43 in ice time? What are you doing? I, I Sheldon Keefe. Sheldon Keefe hockey, baby. Who is a bad coach. God, is he a bad coach. And they lost? Yeah, they did. <laughs> Klinger played 26 and a half minutes. They're Marner dead. played 26-43. Uh-huh. Giordano played 20. McCabe played 22. What are they doing? Austin Matthews played 25? <laughs> what? Did they have 18 power plays? Like, what happened? Steve out here trying to win the preseason Stanley Cup. Yeah, I gotta get it. <laughs> I, I, should, I need to go to Steve Daigle's channel. I haven't listened to him in like a year. I need to hear his take on this. What the fuck? Was this their first preseason game? Because I think it was. I, it might have been. I'm not sure. It oh might have been. It sounds like it was the coach's first preseason game ever. <laughs> uh, God, he's perpetually lost. I still think they they're dead. they take the division running away, but holy shit. <laughs> what? I just... Wh- why would you risk... I don't get it. Boys, we got, uh, we got anything we want to touch on before the end of the night? Uh, I got nothing. I'm just pumped. Jacob... Yeah. Uh, Jacob Voracek is now Yamir Yager's assistant coach in uh, Kladno. <laughs> Neat. How, how wild is that? <laughs> I don't know if that's wild. Just kind of fun. 51. 51. 58. He'll be playing till he's 58. I mean, yeah. those gambling bets aren't going to pay themselves. No, no. <laughs> Jesus. You wish they did, but they're not going <laughs> to. I think we're just in the like the last like two three years we can say like all right he definitely doesn't have it to play in the nhl anymore but overseas he can fucking do whatever he wants yeah dude's a fucking legend he He'll, can do whatever he wants ian say something fun and and then say go bees fun and go bees shit this is a lot of pressure <sighs> Oh, I thought you literally said fun and go bees. Yeah, I thought he said too. <laughs> Let's just roll with that. Go bees! Go bees! Go Thank you. Bye. <laughs> bye. Love you. Fuck you. Bye.